In this episode, we're going to be talking about the drop in real estate transactions this year. This is the Real Estate Money and Marriage Podcast. I am Darren. I'm Catherine. Catherine, let's talk about this is what the Mortgage Bankers Association says. They expect a total existing home sales to decline to 4.3 million this year. That's a drop from 5.1 million last year. And new home sales are going to drop to 615,000 compared to last year, it was 643,000. Thoughts? So the first number you gave me, the first decline was in resales or total? Total transactions. Okay, so that's about a 20%. Not shocking to me. I just think there's a lot of people, like the last few years, interest rates were so low that it made it really easy for sellers, for homeowners, we'll say, to look at their equity and realize, oh, if we sold, we could make a easy 200000 and then use that to move up to like our dream home or to a house that makes more sense for whatever reason. And interest rates just weren't much of a thought because they've been so low for the last decade up until nine months ago. I don't have those numbers sitting in front of me, but I know that 22 was a drop in transactions also because there's just not any inventory. Inventory has been a problem for a long time. I think years now. And yes, 2022, it was lower than it had been the previous few years. But like right now, 2023, there are so many people who would love to sell their house and move up or move out or move into a different house that makes more sense for them. But they're like, dang, they want to hang on to their interest rate. I could sell right now and I could make a chunk of money. But then when I buy a different house, even if it's the same price as what I sell my house for, my payment's going to be $1,000 more per month. So it's hard to move up. Downsizing is one thing. I think people can downsize right now fairly easily because they can sell their house for X amount and then move down a price range, even if their interest rate is higher. I'll give you... An example of someone I know without naming any names, they were looking to downsize and they just said it just isn't worth it because they're going down from a large single family house into a condo and the payment is going to be the same, if not a little bit more. And so they're like, I guess we'll just hold still. Oh, who is this? I know who it was. Yeah. So it just does for even that. It even downsizing, yes, but I'm just saying downsizing is a little less painful if you can at least go down in price you'd have to be it'd have to be really important to you to downsize i know somebody else who is considering selling their house for x amount and then moving into a different house for the same price mm-hmm. they're fully aware they can't move up in price cuz it would be way too big of a jump in payment but even staying at the same exact price it's going to be a challenge So let's just talk about how this impacts the market overall. Um, Almost a million less transactions. Existing home sales. And really, from a real estate agent standpoint, that's times two. 
because there's two agents involved in most transactions. Typically, we sides or whatever the terminology is for that local real estate MLS. So there's typically two sides. So if you're saying there's going to be a million less transactions, that's two million less sides to go around for real estate agents. And this is coming from Mortgage, mortgage Brokers Association. Mortgage Bankers Association. So they're probably looking at who are we going to loan money to? And they're not doing refinances either right now. refis. So that impacts us and our industry and the mortgage industry, that there's just not movement. Not as many transactions to go around for us in our industry. Which is just, I think, the overall, going back, up to this article a little bit, the people who responded said that they, 24% are concerned about losing their job, which is up from last month, which was 18%. So I just throw us in there. Hey, as an industry, we're concerned there's going to be a big chunk of transactions of potential income off the table. And a lot of other people, what doesn't matter what industry you're in. If 24% feel that they're concerned about losing their job, it just puts a standstill on everything. Well, and that's equivalent. 24% of potential buyers are concerned about losing their job. Us agents, there's about 24% less transactions to go around or 20% rough math. There's less transactions to go around. One, you could assume we're going to make 20% less Less, money. The other thing for us realtors and mortgage lenders is as jobs are disappearing, home values are probably going down. And so the number of transactions is less and the price, the average price is going down. So even though we're selling less homes, the homes we are selling for less. So we're making less because we make a percentage of home sale. Yeah. And this, I think this is how you get recessions and potential depressions is what was that video watching earlier from Cody? What's her name? Where she she was talking about the bank that just went belly up. She flopped. Using the word contagion. And I think some of that is what's happening. There's a I see that in real estate markets, like when it was going up, there was a contagion of, I have to buy because everyone's trying to buy right now. And on the flip side, I don't think it's necessarily that buyers aren't wanting to buy, even if they're concerned about losing their job. It's just that there's an inventory shortage problem still because sellers are having the contagion of there's nowhere for me to go if I put my home on the market and I sell it. So they're keeping their home off the market, which then causes buyers not to be able to get in and everyone just feels stuck. Kind of like a domino effect. Whatever direction the market's moving, moving that's the way the momentum is going. So I forget the quote, but we talk about often when the best time for you to buy When it becomes the best time for you to buy, you won't want to buy. Yeah. All right. Last thoughts on a drop in expected real estate transactions this year. Yeah, just to sum it up, I think interest rates have, in my mind, and based on the conversations I'm having with people, 
it does tend to come back to interest rates that people just are hesitant because they're like, even if they have the desire to sell and then buy something else that makes more sense for them, it's just harder right now to make the numbers work than it was, say, a year ago or two years ago. And then that does seem to have a domino effect. They don't want to sell, so inventory is low, and that pushes prices up even more. So that makes it hard for first-time buyers. It makes it hard for move-up buyers, downsizers. It's hard for everyone right now. It's just hard. And then I think the decisions are being made based on what's the alternative? What's happening with my rent? Do I really want to rent forever? I'm turning 30. I'm turning 40. I don't want to be a renter still. Or I'm getting married. I want to own a home. Having a kid, I want to own a home. So even though it's hard, there's still a desire. But affordability, higher interest rates and affordability is at the center of all of this. But to expect interest rates to come back down, I think what you're talking about is like people have a moment in their life and they're going, this is the time. That's the trigger is that I have to do something. But interest rates are... Probably not. If you're waiting for the trigger to be a lower interest rate, you could potentially be waiting a while. Yeah. Just in one day, yesterday, I talked to two lenders, two different mortgage lenders, both in the Seattle area. One of them told me, I don't think interest rates are going to go down for a while. I think they'll be high or whatever six and a half, seven percent for a while. Okay, that was one conversation. The other lender I talked to told me, I think they're going down in May. And that kind of sums up everything. Like exactly. I'm hearing from experts all the time with totally conflicting predictions. And I know better than to make predictions. I listen to the experts. I care. I pay attention. But typically in the past, for me, it's been more like the experts agree. There's at least a trend. 80% of the experts are saying one thing. Right now, I feel like it's 50-50. It's half of them tell me interest rates will be down in six months or a year. The other half tell me they're going nowhere but up. So I don't know what to believe. I don't know if they'll be higher or lower in a year. All right. Closing thoughts? No, I just think it's tough. And I think it's important to be proactive and to not overthink the interest rates or the home values, but really pay attention and to get clear about what makes sense for you and your personal life. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Money and Marriage Podcast with Catherine and Darren. And when you're ready, here's four things that you can do right now. Number one, make sure you're subscribed to this show, whether you're watching or listening. If you're watching, you can also click the like button, click the thumbs up button. Number two, if you're a first time homebuyer, get a free guide, seven costly mistakes homebuyers make. Visit costlymistakeshomebuyersmake.com. 
Number three, if you're selling your home, get access to our Get Sell Ready guide and checklist. It'll show you how to get your home ready without spending a fortune or wasting your nights and weekends updating and remodeling your home. Visit GetSellReady.com. And number four, start a smart moves conversation with us. Get clarity about what to do next, get your questions answered, your concerns taken care of, and an action plan customized to your timeline. You can schedule a call with us at SmartMovesCall.com or start a chat with us. Visit m.me slash group.